Welcome to the Complete Leader Podcast, giving leaders the tools and information they need to grow and change their worlds. Now here's your host, Dale Dixon. I had no clue I was doing that. Welcome to the Complete Leader Podcast, everything you need to become a high-performing leader. I'm your host, Dale Dixon. On the program today, Roger Price. He's the owner of Leading by Design out of Holland, Michigan. Roger is a former mechanical engineer in the automotive industry, and rather than use his analytical skills to help develop great products, he turned them toward helping develop great people. He's an executive coach and teacher of leadership for the past 22 years. Roger, thanks so much for being with us today. My pleasure, Dale. So uh, the name's familiar, so uh, listeners know Roger is the brother to Ron Price, uh, co-author of The Complete Leader, the book on which this podcast is based. And so uh, that's the familial connection for Roger. Roger, tell us a little more about you. You live there in Michigan. When it comes to taking time away from leading by design, what do you do? What, What do you do for fun? Well, I'm a big sports nut, and uh, I've played a lot of tennis in my life. In fact, I draw a lot of lessons from tennis um, of how to coach people, but as well as how to perform. And I'm also kind of interested in some <laughs> quantum physics stuff. Not not super deep, but uh, the quantum physics world is a fascinating world that uh, grabs some of my time. And then my wife is a state representative, and so I also get to go to uh, a lot of events Dragged to? No, no, I get to go to (laughs) a lot of events and support her, and I'm very proud of her. We've known each other since junior high. So that and then being a a parent and grandparent, you know, makes life really rich. Mm, Fantastic. Our topic today, I had no clue I was doing this. So uh, I understand that you believe giving and receiving feedback, one of the most important things that a good leader does. What, uh, What led to that belief? Oh, my own journey where uh, some people shared stuff with me that I was just totally clueless. In fact, the best way, the best feedback probably is video or audio. And who hasn't seen themselves on video or heard themselves on a podcast or something and say, I sound like that? And and all your friends go, you sound exactly like that. (laughs) But to you, you sound very different. Or on a video, I say, I do that with my hands or my hair looks like that or whatever. And everybody just kind of looks at you like, you don't know that. And so it turns out there's a lot of things that we are blind to that, that we don't experience ourselves anywhere near the way that the world experiences ourselves. And so I, I went through that and then I made a commitment to myself to start to give friends and, and peers and people that work for me honest feedback, assuming that maybe they don't know these things. And so I've, I've just had a lot of experiences where people were very thankful and often dumbfounded about how often they say, um, for instance, people have no clue that they're saying, um, 20 times in a minute or whatever the case may be. So as you explained that, it sounds as though you initiate the feedback. Is that is that true? Yeah, so in, in my executive coaching process, we almost always start our relationship with some kind of 360-degree feedback, which is just saying the people around you, you know, the people above you, quote-unquote, in your organization, the people beside you, your peers, and the people that might work for you or are lower in the organization. So that's the 360 degrees um, descriptor. Um, but we almost always start with that kind of feedback because people often don't know how they're viewed, how they're perceived. 
by others. Now, another great way to get feedback is through psychometric tools. And, and I know that Target Training International is, has a great set of tools. And, and my brother, Ron, is an expert in most of them. I use some of them. And uh, that's also a great way to get some feedback. So now you're taking the test, but the, the test or the assessment has ways of showing you where you have some blind spots. And, or, or at least shows you kind of here's, here's the profile of you. And then if you're surprised by that, then it's scratching at a blind spot. So for the basis of this conversation, important for listeners to realize uh, you've got to be open to this type of feedback and, and ultimately seek it out, whether it's through, through a friend, it's an executive coach, it is one of the, the great tools the TTI provides. Those are just a few of the ways that folks can start the process of seeking feedback. Yes. Although I would also say that uh, I've given feedback to people that I'm not sure they're open to it or not, but I'm going to give it to them, to them anyway. Oh, so that's what I, w- I was curious. If, if that's the case, how do you start down that road? What is the, what does that conversation well, look like? You know, like? each each relationship's a little bit different, but I may if it's not someone I know that well, you know, and they've just made a presentation, may, maybe uh, I may you know make sure to let them know what I appreciate about them and their presentation, and then also share, hey, I, I did have an observation that if you'd ever like to hear what my observation was about your presentation, that that might be more constructive in nature. Um, just let me know, and sometimes right on the spot, oh, I would really love to know what that is. And so, you know, I shared I shared one recently with somebody that would use the expression "him and I." Him and I went to the store together, and. <laughs> you know, I just happen to know that grammatically that's not that's not proper way of state. It should be he and I. And so I just kind of shared and this person shared with me, he goes, oh, my goodness. I, you know, if I were writing, I would never say him and I. And I can't even believe that I say that. You're sure, Roger? I said, yep, because, you know, when we met earlier, I heard you say it. And I thought, well, maybe it was just a fluke. But then we met again, and all of a sudden I heard him say it two times in the first 10 minutes. And so I was like, I'm very confident that you say him and I. And so he was very appreciative because he knows that that's not the way it should. A sentence should begin. It should be he and I went to the store or I went to the store with him and her. Anyway, so so I won't get into that. Yeah. but that was that's an example of uh, how you can give someone feedback. And if they go, uh, thanks, you know, maybe I'll write you an email sometime. So you give them an out <laughs> and then they just don't write, which is fine. Per the title of the podcast, I had no clue I was, I had, I was exactly. doing that. I had no clue. Yep. And so that happens very, very often. And again, it happened with me. Anybody who's seen themselves for a first time on video or heard themselves on a recording virtually always says, I sound like that. I had no clue I sound like that. So how do how do we start to receive good feedback and so we're able to see ourselves accurately? Because I think especially people listening to this podcast are constantly striving to improve their leadership and it's a great opportunity and you first have to know thyself. So this is this is how you do it. How do you start? Yeah, well, it starts with what you just said. So I just want to underline that. And that is you have to have a spirit of I'm willing to look at myself honestly. And and so if if I had never looked in a mirror all my life and then I, you know, got to 30 years old and the first time I looked in the mirror, I might be surprised. <laughs> 
And I might not even like everything I see because I was pretty sure I looked like Robert Redford all my life. And now, now I'm looking in the mirror. And so, you know, th- this, that's an, an analogous to what we're talking about here. So first, someone has to have the spirit of I'm willing to look at how people see me. And then a simple approach might be uh, go to five people that you know and you trust. And hopefully there are people that see you in different settings and just say, hey, you know, I'm I'm trying to get I'm trying to see myself more accurately, and I don't know what I'm blind to, but I'll bet you you a bunch of money I'm blind to some things. I don't know what they are, and you probably don't know what they are either. So would you just answer a couple of questions for me? And most people are going to go, of course I will. And then you can send those questions in an email or just verbally, but normally people want some time to think about them. But those questions are basically... You know, what What do you think I do especially well? When you compare me to others, other leaders, what do you think I do especially well? And everyone's going to see that differently, but it's really interesting to see what they say about you or about me. And then the second question is, what would you suggest I change? Which is sort of code for, <laughs> what do I not do so well? And And people will have suggestions for that. And so if I ask five people and four people tell me that I should listen more, Yeah, I might want to pay attention to that. And I might have no clue that I'm always the first one to talk and that in a half-hour meeting, I talk for 20 minutes of it. I might have no clue about that. Or the opposite. People may tell me, you should speak up more, Raj, in in the meetings. You know, we we know you have some ideas, but you seem to hold them back. It's like, oh, I had no clue about that. So that's that's a good way to that's a real simple way to start it. Certainly, you can also work with an executive coach who has a process for for uh, getting feedback and or these psychometric assessments. So the questions: Where am I especially effective? Yes. What would you suggest I do differently? Yes. And is there a third? There's a third question I like to ask, and it's sort of a catch-all. It's like, what else would you want me to know? As, as I work to become better and as I work to know myself better. And so, you know, very often people will share things like, hey, Roger, I, I don't think you realize how funny you are. Or I don't think you realize how, how you're, vo- you know, we like your voice or we don't like your voice or, you know, whatever. Roger, I'm not sure you're aware that sometimes you'll say things that almost sound like you have a lisp. Or, uh, you know, again, it's hard to know what people would say in that third question. But what else? Is, is a wonderful question that in almost any conversation, if you, if you ask, what else? It's really interesting to see where people go. So, so where do I do especially well? What would you suggest I change? And what else would you want me to know? As I think about this, the concept of feedback and how it works, and it's, it can be difficult to give, and it can be difficult to receive. But oftentimes, do you see assumption getting in the way? So a person giving feedback would just assume that the recipient knows or and then vice versa. How do how does a recipient say all cards are are on the table? You've got to tell me everything, even if you think I know. Yeah. Yeah. No, I I think that's a that's a great insight is is that very often people. So so if I do say um, I had a friend, I had a friend who who was a co-teacher with me and we both worked for a, for a boss. And, you know, she, I, literally she I'll bet she said um 15 times a minute <laughs> as a teacher. So I went to my boss and I said, so you've you've noticed this, right? Well, he was kind of blind to it, too, until I brought it up. And then he's like, oh, my goodness, she does. And I said, so you're going to talk with her or do you want me to talk with her? But one of us has to talk with her. He said, no, 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 I'll, I'll do it. And so six months later, she came to me and said, do I say um a lot? And I said, uh, yeah. <laughs> 
didn't didn't our boss tell you? She goes, no, he never did. And she was really upset with me for not telling her. And so um, now I'm not even. What question did you ask? Yeah, well, Dale? the assumption. <laughs> yeah, the you are you are right there. Yeah, it was she, it was I this idea of. Knew this. Yeah, I assumed that she knew this, but she had no clue. And so uh, I, one of the assumptions that's a healthy assumption is I'm going to assume that I don't know how others perceive me. Hmm. And as and, the res- and, I, and I don't know how I come across, and so that makes me really eager and hungry then to seek out feedback. And I'm also going to assume that others don't know where they rock, and also where you know they 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 might be have some dysfunctionalities, like saying um too often. Because as the person receiving the feedback, the recipient, you've got to. I think you're going to have to be more. Uh, more forceful in asking and saying, "Listen, don't assume I know what my what yeah. my yeah. my problems and challenges are. I need I need to have some insight." So, giving yep. somebody yep. giving people permission to be completely open. So, how yeah. through this process and helping people receive feedback and giving feedback, how do you see people grow as you're coaching these leaders? Well, uh, again, imagine imagine that you've never looked in a mirror until you're 30 years old and. You know, would you have been improving your looks uh, along the way? Probably not, because you don't have any feedback from the mirror. You've never seen your face, never seen that you could start brushing your teeth or combing your hair or whatever, wearing certain colors that look good on you, because you've never seen yourself. And so once you start to see yourself accurately through other people's eyes, and by the way, they don't see you accurately. We all have different filters. But when you ask several people, you start to get some themes that help me see. And then that helps me grow. So if I stop saying um often and maybe replace that um with a silent pause for a moment, I become a more effective speaker. When I stop speaking and interrupting people, and I had no clue I was doing it, but when I stop interrupting people, my relationships get better. I hear more. I, I gain more information about what we're talking about. They feel respected, and I, I get smarter because I actually heard them. It can only make me a better leader. Mm, fantastic. Roger Price, the company is leading by design. And uh, we're going to have a, another podcast episode with you coming up a little later. So I look forward to that conversation as well. Any parting words for us, final thoughts? Uh, well, I would love feedback <laughs> on what people thought of this podcast. And Dale, I'll bet you love fe- feedback on it too. So if there's some way to get the listeners to share, did they like it? Didn't they like it? Uh, boy, I sure would love that. Absolutely. So the email address, I'll just uh, be bold and say, yes, definitely send me the feedback. You can send it directly. And here's my email address, info, I-N-F-O, at DaleDixonMedia.com. So it's info at DaleDixonMedia.com. Send me your feedback. You can find Roger's contact information and uh, much more about what Roger does in the show notes for this episode. Be sure and check that out while you are there. If you would leave a rating and a review for this episode, it helps drive the episodes, the podcast higher in search results for folks looking for this type of information about improving leadership. We thank you for that. So Roger, thanks so much. We look forward to a future conversation with you. Thank you, Dale. It was my pleasure. And this is the Complete Leader Podcast, everything you need to become a high-performing leader. Thanks for listening to the Complete Leader Podcast. Find more online, thecompleteleader.org. 